You're listening to the Content Marketing Matters podcast with me, Writer Gal. I want to show you how you can reach more people in more ways with less effort. Do you remember when you were in school and you'd have to cram yourself into a gym or that study hall and write an exam, but you were staring blankly at your test papers and you didn't know where to start? Nothing was coming. Fast forward to now, maybe last year, you are sitting on the patio trying to write your wedding vows, but nothing is coming to mind. Maybe yesterday you were sitting at your computer hoping for inspiration for your next business blog post to strike. Nothing. I hear it all the time from amateur and professional writers that We all have trouble getting into the zone, the zone to writing, overcoming that writer's block. Whether it was your college English exam, your wedding vows, a blog article, an email, we all experience writer's block. But professional writers have developed a list of tools to overcome it. So today, in today's podcast, I want to share four tools, four steps, four things that you can do if you're sitting in front of your computer trying to write something and you've got nothing. You need to overcome that writer's block. So here's the first thing that I want you to do if you're sitting at your paper, sitting in front of your computer and you don't know what to write. I want you to set your stage. So like when you go see a live theater production, that set that atmosphere that's created is crucial to understanding the story of the play. It adds to the play. It helps you create it. So similar when you're you're writing something, set your own stage. Set your physical stage. For me, when I'm writing, I need to have, you know, a glass or a water bottle. I need to have a coffee, generally, depending on what time of day it is. Maybe a couple snacks. I need to have my computer monitor just so, and my chair just right, my feet in a certain position. I need to, you know, maybe for you, you need to be in your special chair or on your couch or on your bed or on the patio. Figure out what you need to set your scene so that you are using the same scene over and over again, and eventually it'll become a habit for you. When it becomes a habit, it will help those ideas start flowing easier because you know once you've done these things, the water, the computer screen, the chair, that writing will come next so your brain will start pumping up, getting that blood flowing, getting those ideas going so that once you're ready, the ideas will start coming to you faster. The next thing to do if you're writing something like a blog post or an article or even a book, if anyone's writing a book, is to write an outline. I like to do a lot of road trips with my family and it's much easier to be driving across country, driving to Disneyland, wherever it is, if I have a map. That way I can spend more time enjoying the scenery and the experience and not trying to figure out what, where I need to go next, what turn I need to do next, because it's in my map. So create a map for whatever it is that you are writing. When it comes to a blog post, I generally suggest you write down three to five main points. 
that you want to talk about in your blog post. And you're going to want to have an intro and an outro. If you have a word count that you're working with, add approximate word counts to each of these sections so you know your intro is 100 words, your outro is 100, and each of those three points is 100, 150 words. So it helps you plan and helps you move forward and gives you sort of a goal to work towards. The next one, step number three, once you've set your stage, if you find that you can't write an outline or you really don't know what's in your outline, is to do what I like to call a puke draft. I like using this word because it's it sounds pretty funny, but really all it is is stream of consciousness writing, which you may have heard of before. Stream of consciousness writing is where you're sitting down and you just write and write and write and you don't take your pen or your fingers on the keyboard off. You just write whatever comes to mind, whether it's related to what you're writing or not. Your grocery list may end up in there, your to-do list, an idea for another book, whatever it is, as long as you keep on writing. The idea behind this exercise is that the more you're writing, the more you bring the stuff from the back of your mind, your subconscious, wherever it is, to the front and then to your fingers and onto your paper or onto your Word document. So to do this, set a timer for however long you want to write. 5, 10, 15 minutes longer if you have time. Set a timer and then just write. Don't worry about spelling or grammar or structure. You could doodle, you could do point form, you could do sentences. The whole point of this exercise is that you are just writing as much as you can until the timer goes off. Once the timer goes off, you can go back then. Start organizing information, start adding information, start expanding on what you've written. And number four is if you've done all these three steps, if you set your stage, if you've done an outline, if you've done a puke draft or stream of consciousness, and it's still not coming. Well, I have two toddlers and we have a lot of timeouts in our house. It's usually because they get frustrated and need to calm down or I need to calm down. So when it comes to your writing, take a time out before you get too frustrated, before you, if you need to calm down, get, get new ideas. I don't believe that you can force creativity. If it's not there, it's not there. So if you're worried about or frustrated about what you have to write, just take a break. Take that figurative time out. Go for a walk. Get some exercise. Check the mail. Take the dog out. Grab a cup of coffee. It's always a good thing I like to do. And then come back later, whether that's five minutes, ten minutes, half a day, a day, a week. And that is another great way to get a fresh, fresh mind on the content. So if you're sitting there right now staring blankly at your screen or your notebook, remember these four tips and you can often get over, get over your writer's block. And then don't forget that if you're still struggling, if writing just really isn't coming to you or you don't have the time, you'd rather be doing other things, you could always hire a professional ghostwriter or an editor to help you with your content. I've got an episode for this podcast planned about ghostwriting and why hiring a ghostwriter isn't as scary as it may sound. I just happen to know a fantastic writer gal if you need a referral for a good writer or editor. Wink, wink. 
Anyways, that is it for today. I hope this helps you overcome a little bit of writer's block next time you have to write something. And until we meet again on the next podcast or on Facebook or on social media, stay caffeinated, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Content Marketing Matters podcast. For more content marketing fun, check out www.writergal.ca.